Hey guys, Thurston Still Gaming here with yet another GXG Micro episode. On today's episode, I want to talk about Destiny 2 on Game Pass could mean big things for live service games. This article comes from Game Rant. Before I get to the article, if you're listening to it on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or Anchor.fm, please make sure you share, like, and subscribe. Head on over to our YouTube channel, hit that subscribe button. And as always, if you'd like to go above and beyond all those things, you can go to Anchor.fm as little as 99 cents to help us out there. All right, so Destiny 2 on Game Pass could mean big things. Game Pass adds Destiny 2 on all expansions to its lineup, setting up for some possible huge moves into more live service titles. Now, the announcement of Destiny 2 uh, would be coming to Xbox Game Pass for both Xbox One and PC was a big surprise for Xbox Game Showcase. Most impressively about the latest edition of the game subscription service is the fact that players will be able to access all the currently available expansions with the subscription. This could be big news for Xbox Game Pass as more live service games may follow Bungie's example, um, allowing access to expansions throughout this through a separate paid subscription. If this is a case, then Destiny 2 would be the first of many games to start making moves towards offering different options for players to access new content. Now, bringing Destiny 2 to the Game Pass feels a lot like a callback to the or- uh, origins of MMOs and way to be these massive games. Uh, always worked on subscription basis. This includes a modern MMO as well, such as Final Fantasy XIV, which requires a subscription in order to play the game at all. In a way, putting the expansion on Destiny 2 behind a paid subscription is similar to the business model which access the content requiring monthly or yearly payment. Now, the big difference between Destiny 2 and other subscription MMOs is that the expansions are also sold separately, which means that the players have options for how they want to play or opposed to other only having one way to get access to certain parts of the game. So anyone interested in Beyond Light expansion can choose to either pay for the subscription to play the new content or buy the content outright for slightly higher price. Now, another important feature that makes Destiny 2 move to Game Pass different than a standard MMO is that it won't only uh, it, it won't be the only game made available with the subscription. It has been an intent that Microsoft introduces Game Pass, which the service is meant to be an aggregation of games that combine to make getting a service worth the money. This is a similar business model to video streaming service like Netflix and Hulu. There are a large amount of original content available as well as a combination of outside shows and movies. Now furthering uh, that same concept having Game Pass extend to both Xbox One and Windows PC opens the market for players for the two biggest gaming platforms available. Combined the widespread of Microsoft has access to with the lack of compilation and the complete on both fronts the Game Pass will become a haven for games like Netflix did for film. So adding Destiny 2 to the equation would mean the aggregation model uh, would uh, eventually pull together other live service titles to keep players uh, engaged indefinitely. Now, one thing that Game Pass has over the nearest competitors like PlayStation Now or PlayStation 4 is a selection of games, which often includes a brand new, hugely popular titles. However, while the new games will get players engaged enough to buy a month or where here the, the new games come out, getting the latest subscription can be a struggle. This is where Destiny 2 comes in, as it means to keep players invested in Game Pass for as long as the new expansions and updates release require the subscription. From here, this could extend to well beyond uh, Destiny 2 and expansions and back to some MMOs we talked about earlier. Uh, Final Fantasy XIV and paid service titles under the same umbrella could mean that the Game Pass will now have multiple avenues to keep subscribers engaged. Sure, one expansion or season might fizzle out or players might beat the game in a week, but if there's multiple live service games to fall back on, fans will, will never want to leave. 
So there's a number of benefits of the live service game signing on to programs like Game Pass, especially considering the stigma that comes with the games as a service. Labeled by putting the service behind a subscription like Game Pass that gives access to all the current future content, titles like Destiny 2, get the consistent revenue stream, instead banking months of hard work on sales figures for each expansion at launch. Bungie can instead in focus, uh, focusing on updating the games in pieces. This would apply itself well to a current season model of Destiny 2, which is the season acting more less like a miniature expansion in regular intervals. To a, to a degree, this is already how Bungie has been operating since uh, picking up the new model. To mix success across the last few seasons, however, is a pressure to remove the launch at a huge make or break expansion every September, and then develop could work towards constantly drip feeding new content to players. Now with the next console ready to start shipping out later this year, this is when the question is how the new strategy for Game Pass could affect its rollout. Well, considering that Destiny 2 is enhanced on the Xbox Series X, it may be safe to say that the large part of the upcoming system launch strategy is at the very least Game Pass ever expanding library of games is certainly going to be a large factor in the success of these consoles as they release. Thanks largest to part of the Xbox Series X committing to the backwards compatibility, the system is looking to launch with a massive playable library. This could mean that the Game Pass could be the best way for players to play some of your favorite games on a new console that gives the best possibility experience. Now, so any live service title like Destiny 2 instantly becomes a sure pickup for a service looking to grab players early in the uh, system's life cycle and keep it going indefinitely. Destiny 2 is available on PC, PS4, Stadia, and Xbox One. All right, so here's my thoughts on what's happening with Game Pass and Destiny 2 and all these other live service games. Now, I like how the article is kind of saying like Destiny 2 is changing the market, but yet there's been games on Game Pass that have already been there and have gone and come back. So one, Elder Scrolls Online, that's been on Game Pass for quite some time. That is an actual MMO where they constantly do updates. It's free, the base game is free and you pay for the expansions. Recently, Fallout 76 has joined the market where that is a live service game and all the updates have been free constantly. They just keep updating the the Atom store, uh, the, the Atom shop to make you uh, purchase things. Then we have Destiny 2. Then we have No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky is now a live service game. Even though it's it's constantly getting updated, free updates, constantly keep you coming back uh, to the thing. Here's the thing I don't understand. With Destiny, you're already paying for the actual game, right? Now, the base game goes on Game Pass, cool, but the expansions are paid for afterwards for 10 bucks each season. What I don't like about this concept still, doesn't matter if you put it on Game Pass or if you put it on their own service or buy it individually, is it's still slow drip fed, where you come back every single week to do one mission and then move on with your life. Yes, it's nice that you can play other games on Game Pass while you're waiting for it, but you could do that regardless if Destiny 2 was on Game Pass. I'm okay with Destiny as a game and as what they're trying to do. What I don't like is their business model. Their business model is drip feeding, slow drip feed stuff, and you can only play it once a week. You can only do certain things three times a week on your characters, on your account. You can only do one certain nightfall to get a drop. You can only do... 
This is the fundamental problem with Destiny, and it doesn't really matter if you put that on Game Pass or if it's sold separately. Now, do I see... I see what this article is saying. Do I see where, where this is going? Yes. What about if the Avengers Marvel game comes out and you buy it straight up and then they're giving you the free content all throughout is free, but the cosmetics are paid for? That seems like a more better, uh, more better. That seems like a better game to come onto Game Pass because they're all automatically charging nothing for the expansions. So you get the game, you come back every single month to play and you can play as much or as little as you want with the Marvel Avengers game. And when they do updates, you're constantly coming back. And then anything they sell in the store, I'm sure that Microsoft would get a cut of each sales. Now, is that a good deal for uh, Crystal Dynamics? Probably not. Not really sure about that, that type of stuff. But that game sounds more interesting to me on Game Pass than Destiny 2 does. Also, Outriders. Outriders is a single-player game with constant updates. That sounds like a better game to be on Game Pass. It almost sounds more like a Fallout. Fallout is an absolute free game. You play it. Now, the only thing I don't like about Game Pass is once you get hooked on a game, all of a sudden they take it off. They don't tell you how long it's staying on for. They just know that it's it, it can come and go as it pleases. And when that happens, you're playing the game, you get hooked on it, and then you, you buy it. Which I can see from a gamer standpoint is great because you get to try the games out before it. As far as the marketing goes on the other side, again, we just don't know how long they're on, on Game Pass for. So if the company comes out and says we're on there for six months, you get hooked on the game for six months, and then all of a sudden they take it off, now you got to buy it. And then this goes into... They're paying $180 for the year. They might only play three games, but then again, they might play more games. It's a better value, and I really do love Game Pass, but as a games as service game, certain games, I feel, are better than others, and I don't think Destiny 2 is that game changer for Game Pass. I think games like Fallout 76 that got crapped on, now that, that people can play it for free, and they constantly update it for free, is a better choice. If Avengers Marvel Avengers game comes out and they say, hey, we're, we're, we're going on Game Pass, that is a much better experience to me than De Destiny 2. Destiny doesn't even need Game Pass. Is it a great value? Yes, it is. Because if you've never played Destiny before and you don't want to dish out the $40 to, to buy, you, there's a lot of game there that you can get it for $1 for, for, uh, for Game Pass right now when it comes out in September. You know what I mean? So there's a lot of content for one dollar for the month and then $15, 10 to $15 for a Game Pass uh, Ultimate. Let me know what you guys think. Do you think that this is going to change the face that Destiny 2, as the article says, could change the landscape even though we have uh, Red Dead Online, No Man's Sky, Fallout 76, Elder Scrolls Online. There's so many games that are a live service entity that are on Game Pass already, do you think that this game is the one that's going to shoot it into the next stratosphere of games of service all coming to Game Pass? Let me know in the comment section down below. Hit us up on 30instillgaming.live. You can also hit me up on Twitter at 30instillgaming. You can watch us live on twitch.tv slash 30instillgaming as well. And we do a live podcast on Thursday nights called Generation X Gaming at 8 p.m. Eastern on Thursdays. As always, please share, like, and subscribe. And thanks for listening.